All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Igbrett, and joined with me is the captain, Mr. Andy Full. What's going on, dude? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise with a two-year-old. Um, just went through like a 25-minute meltdown session. It was um, an absolute riot, but um, got some new baits in the mail today. Pretty pumped about that. Um, a little sidebar, started calling some dealerships to see if, uh, what I can do towards a boat. So hopefully new boats in the works here in the next, like four to six months. Fingers crossed. Heck yeah, man. Well, I think dude, first and foremost, uh, hopefully for folks tuning in, whether on YouTube and MP3, hopefully my audio has improved. Uh, I spent some cash dollar bills and, uh, try to up the audio game on my side of things. So hopefully you guys are having a better audio experience today, especially for our MP3 uh, listeners. So if you guys do, please let us know that it's improved. Uh, but uh, dude, I want to say thank you. And thank you to Deacon, who's actually on his way down to uh, Lake Eufaula for the team championship. Not only one, pick up his brand new boat that he's never been in before, but he's going to pick that up and go fish the team championship to try to make the classic. So First of all, good luck to Deacon, but also second of all, thank you to you and Deacon for taking over uh, this past Monday night with Josh Bertrand. Uh, great episode, by the way. Got a chance to listen to it uh, on Tuesday. But uh, thank you guys for letting me have a night off. Uh, I got to go watch the Sabres game with the Pops, which we haven't done in probably five, six years at least, uh, especially not because of COVID and all that jazz. But uh, uh, Sabres got spanked, so I enjoyed the game. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard so many fans boo their own team in my entire life. Uh, yeah. I couldn't believe that. I was just like, why not? Why? <laughs> I couldn't understand it. I, and that's something I don't understand, Andy. Like, we talk about sports every now and then on the show, but yeah. I don't understand. Like, I, I understand letting know your team that you're displeased with how they're playing. But why would you not rally behind them versus – boo them and you know make them play worse i feel like that if anything it just gets in their head and then they're gonna play even worse you know what it is sabers fans are fed up of mediocrity and terrible hockey and whenever they have a bad game they let them know that they're fed up with it but when they have a great game they chew they chew they cheer and chant and everything the whole night, like if they score five goals, Sabres fans are thrilled if they win 5-4 because they'll just be loud the entire night. But as soon as they lose 3-1, it's like the world ends because the town is so tired of losing. That's just hockey fans. Yeah, that's true. So it's like burn <laughs> it, it was, to the ground. <laughs> it, it was just – it was funny to me because we had a guy sitting behind us that uh, used one of those fans. Like hockey fans are a rowdy crowd, but like – they also just don't – majority of them will, will yell and scream, but the ones yelling and screaming usually don't know what the heck they're talking about. Yeah. The guy behind us, that's just like – because they were playing the Seattle Kraken, which was kind of cool to see the new expansion team. But the guy yells, who's the expansion team? Trying to make like a dig at the Sabres. And yeah. I about it, and I was like, that's actually a really bad dig because the last expansion team went to the Stanley Cup. So yeah. like, if anything, that should be a positive dig. But uh, – now, either way, it was, a, it was a good week, and thank you guys for uh, stepping in so I could take the night off to go spend time with the fam. But uh, you know, you know, buddy, you deserve wrong side, wrong side, there, pal. You deserve a night off every once in a while. <laughs> so, so good old pat on the back. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's your last one for the year. 
last one. <laughs> I hope so. We only got a month left. <laughs> uh, speaking of this month, and uh, we're going to get to our guest here shortly, one that we are very excited about, the king of stray casts and uh, a, a cranking aficionado enthusiast. We are excited to get him on here, Mr. Patrick Goodenwick. And uh, are we talking also? Being that it is December, uh, until December 6th, you got four more days. We are running a Hobie eyewear giveaway for a big swag pack and two different Hobie eyewear sunglasses that you guys can win. Just head over to our Instagram page, and you guys can, uh, it's really easy. Just follow us and Hobie eyewear. Just giving, uh, starting off the holidays on a good note and giving some stuff away to you guys. And uh, also, Andy and I dropped that uh, Santa fishing video where we caught over 24 pounds of smallmouth in Santa suits. You definitely do not want to miss that one. Yeah, that was uh, wild. That was Absolutely great. Wild. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't watched that, or if you're on MP3 and you haven't watched that, head over to the Serious Angler YouTube channel, uh, and you can tune into that. And uh, I was going to introduce our guest tonight, but he has, I think he went AWOL. I think he was kidnapped. Uh, I think <laughs> he went AWOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ran away. I think uh, he went to find some tin cup and then never came back. <laughs> Well, here he is. It's now, Mr. Pat Renwick. What is going on, good sir? Good hey, evening. guys. How you doing? <laughs> good. Hey, hey, Andy, how you doing? <laughs> good, bud. Good. We is thought it? you ran away for a second. Like, yeah, you hit I the tried, whiskey I and we're gone. I tried to get out of this hot mess, but I couldn't. <laughs> we really, well, we, I texted yeah. Pat a while ago, and I was like, hey, man, we'd love to get you on a show. And I just cornered him into the wall and just be like, hey, we're going to get you on the show. <laughs> I, I I'm and you know what? Thank you for doing it. I I'm 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 honestly reluctant to do these type of things because I, I mean I'll just be honest. I don't like talking about me. <laughs> I I I like you know I like being the interviewer. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. uh I need to get out of my shell. So thanks guys for asking me yeah. to. Uh, I'm kind of shy as you can tell. You know? Yeah, so shy. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask if it feels weird to be on the other end of things tonight. Yeah, you know, here um, something that um, Mark Zona always says about me, and and I maybe this would answer that question. He always says, Pat, you are awkwardly comfortable all the time. And I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> yeah. I think this means you're a very personable person. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, you know, I, some people say I got the gift of gab. My mom just says I talk too much. You know, <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here tonight for real. Uh, the uh, I got a voice for radio. That's all. What's that? That just means you got a voice for radio. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look at you. You're telling me I ain't handsome. Come on. <laughs> what I is say face for radio. I said I'm voice freaking for from Asgard. Look at you. <laughs> Mess with Dude. these for love crying the, out loud. Love the Thor reference. It's fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. So well, I you, mean, are you, you a slight Marvel real, nerd then? Slight Marvel nerd? It, well, dude, I'll, I'll tell you, Andy. The, I mean, like a lot of people think I've been in bands. I'm not in ba a band anymore, but I was in bands for the majority of my life. And a lot of people think it's just because I was in bands that I grew my hair long. But Honestly, I've had long hair since I was a little boy, and it was because of Thor. Thor's my dude, you know? Awesome. So, yeah, I'm no fair weather. You know? I'm pretty sure my wife would leave me for Chris Hemsworth. So, well, he's, you know, <laughs> I, that, <laughs> is that really Thor? I mean, hold on. I mean, like, Andy, let's be real. Most, most, yeah, this, this is the, 
Guys, this is the uh, Chris Hemsworth, JT. Yeah. Love the, it. Gosh, this is it's, Thor. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean this. I, the, I have all the values of the the you know the mega stack Thors. I just I gotta ask Pat. Have, I'm assuming you've been in for Halloween. I would die to see a picture of you in the Thor costume. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't sound like it's like well, it's five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's why I don't accept friend requests on Facebook. So you never know what's gonna pop up. Oh, there's there's pictures of me in Elvis Lem- Gold LeMay costumes doing splits and dumb shit. I don't need. That's why I don't get forget it. Forget about it. That's and that's why he doesn't accept these invites because he knows the stories are going to come out. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, yeah, it's, I'm happy it's December. Do you believe it's December already? It doesn't feel Nuts. like it, especially not Dude. here. And I'm happy because you know, I like to wind. I'm a cranker. I'm a cranker, oh, yeah. bud. No crank. November's done. Yeah. We can let it out now. Right. Fellas. No, no I mean, November done. Yeah. Were we cranking in November, Bailey? Well, we when did we go out? November. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Master of my own domain. <laughs> Anybody gets a Seinfeld reference. Tonight's show, Pat. Uh, I've always been very intrigued uh, by you as a host. One, I've been a big fan of Stray Cast for one, for a Thanks, long time. Sir. And uh, you've, you've put in little tidbits of of your story growing up and how you got into the position you're at today. And that was one of the biggest reasons I wanted to get you on here because I was very intrigued by that. And that's kind cool. of where I started this thing in general was to learn more people's stories and learn fishing. Yeah. Uh, which I think we can relate in that you love it for the game. You love it for learning and just straight catching. Back. I'm a so, fan, bud. I'm a fan of the sport. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. one of the reasons we really wanted to get you on here. And uh, I'll say it's a, uh, it's, it's awesome to get you on here. And I want to dig into it by starting with, where did it even start for you? Where did you learn about your a bass? Where'd you catch your first bass? Who showed you about it? Like, I want to hear the whole story. Wow. Okay. Getting deep. Uh, yes. Closing uh, Pat Renwick tonight. So yes, uh, <laughs> I was spawned first. The no, with the uh, but here's the deal. Um, Fresh from the red. <laughs> the the first I, I caught bluegill and stuff and. My, my dad would take me bluegill fishing and stuff every once in a while. But I remember there was a dude down the street and his name was Paul. And he, uh, him and Dolores, his wife Dolores, um, that Paul was a big fisherman. And Paul had cool tackle boxes and all kinds of stuff. And I just took a liking to him. He lived a couple houses down and. Uh, and you know, the guy, I was intrigued by the whole fact of this whole fishing thing. Now we had had some tackle boxes in the, uh, in the house and I used to, you know, left over in the garage from my grandpa and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'd rummage through that, but I was intrigued with fishing and he asked me to go fishing on the Tippecanoe river, uh, in Indiana. And we were out there all day. It seemed like forever. And I was miserable. And like miserable in a canoe, bud, in a canoe Ooh. and um, just wanting to go in. And I remember throwing that uh, that uh, rooster tail and catching just a little Charlie Moore dink of a Henry Dinkler size smallmouth. And <laughs> and uh, 
it, it set me off. I was done. I was done. And then jump ahead. Uh, my, my grandfather had passed the, uh, years and years ago, I actually passed away when I was one jump ahead. My grandmother remarried Paul. Paul became my grandpa, Paul. And Paul is the one that taught me everything I know about bass fishing, my grandpa, Paul. And, uh, that's the dude. That's, that's the guy. So, heck yeah. That's hey, awesome. So you, you had an early start too. Cause I remember you talking about, uh, your history with Bagley. You yeah, got, you got an early start with them. It was it was like almost kind of like a like a pro staffy. It was like almost like an internship type of job, correct? Well, I don't know. Not so, really an internship, but I don't even know what they had back then. But um, <laughs> the uh, but here, here's the thing. So when I do anything, but I do it to the most, and I've been that way my entire life. And when uh, when I was a kid, I told you, my grandpa got me into fishing. Then I got the bug and it just developed and I would be fishing all the time, just fishing, fishing, fishing. And I went and started packing worms at the bait store. And um, from doing that and, sp and putting a uh, line on spinning reels, I still couldn't figure out why people used spinning reels, but they, they, <laughs> they, I would do that. I'd put line on for them on these things. And, uh, and uh, the, uh, the a representative from a company called JL Treeview Company, uh, would come in to sell that tackle store products. The products were Bagley Bates. The products were Shimano. Um, and I, I can't remember what what else. But uh, long story short, at that age, I could, I'd go out in the parking lot and just put a, a plug in a cup every time with a bait casting reel. This guy's name was Dave Baltice. And he is now uh, one of the big wigs, as you may know, over at Pure Fishing, uh, lo and behold. Um, anyway, I jumped ahead a little bit there, but, uh, Dave brought me on as at that time, uh, to, he's like, Hey, you want to go to sports shows and work for Shimano and Bagley's and help me at sporting goods? I'm like, yeah, but I better ask my parents, you know? So, uh, <laughs> I, I, and they were, <laughs> my parents went along the first time to see what was up and they realized Dave was a cool dude. And I got to hang out with people like Bill Dance and, you know, I actually became, I guess at the time, like semi buds with Bill Dance for a little kid, you know. Um, and uh, and then I met Jim Bagley. Jim Bagley took a liking to me and I became what was called the field staff. I don't, I, hold on. Stand still. Hold on. Oh, boy. Hold on. <laughs> Triple four is going. Hot take. So if, you, if you look at this, I mean, I should just shut up and show you things the rest of the night, but. <laughs> That uh where's the camera? There you go. Right there. I think you've shown this on a show before with straight cast, didn't you? I don't know about that one, but that's awesome though. Holy crap. That's yeah. something to hold on to forever. Yeah, I think I've got six or eight of them left around the house somewhere. You know, you should definitely like um what do they call it? Like not the shrink wrap, but you can put it in like that plastic. Like I should bronze it, Andy. Yeah, yeah. bronze it bronze. that too. Yeah, bronze it. I should do a gold <laughs> smelting of it. <laughs> It should be one of those things. You laminate. Gotta, I was yeah, thinking yeah. laminate it. Yeah, laminate. Laminate. Yeah, sir. <laughs> yes. There's eight left. You should put them at eight different places in the world. So yeah. Can people can collect. Eight time capsules. Who the hell is a Bagley? Who the hell is this pet guy? <laughs> I will have to add on that that I've gotten to work with Boltice a little bit, being uh doing PR for for pure fishing. Yeah. He's like, dude. He, 
I've never seen that man at the classic or I cast without a smile on his face and just walking around like the happiest man ever. Dude, he was so cool to me when I was a kid. Like, um, and I just got to tell you, like, I mean, they treated me so well. Like Jim Bagley, Wayne Davis, like Bill, Bill Dance himself. Like I could call as a kid, I could call Bill Dance and I would get like, it would be like, Hey, um, you know, it's cost 25 cents each, you know, whatever for the long distance charge. So, you know what I mean? It was like at that time there wasn't cell phones, you know, Bill Dance would send fish formula to the house. I remember that true turn hooks. I get packages of true turn boxes of true turns from, from Bill Dance and fish formula too. And of course, spools of strain. Yeah. That's awesome. But anyway, and that was all because of Dave Baltas. Yeah. Yeah. What a cool dude. And, uh, and, and, and so neat full circle for me to run into him. Um, I'm like, Dave, do you know, I work and do stuff with, with, uh, Abu and Berkeley and they, and you're such big contributors. And he's like, uh, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay. I didn't even know you knew, you know, like, it's like, <laughs> I mean, for real, it's like that, you know, it's not, I didn't get my, my, the, 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 um, you know, the good graces with Berkeley and, and Abu because of Dave, that was all, you know, earned it. yeah. Like coming through, you know, and then Dave got the position with him. So, That's and, awesome. uh, and next year is a big year for straight cast and Abu and Berkeley. So we're really excited about that. So well, we're happy to hear that. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's well, dude, uh, kind of along that same timeline, did you ever fish any derbies at all? I know you like to. Oh dude. Yeah. Are, are you still Durban now or have, Oh, hell no. I didn't fish any derbies last year. I fished two derbies uh, the year before. It took two seconds. Uh, and uh, it was uh, three boats. There was... Um, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be real with you. Like, I'm a real good second, third, fourth place kind of guy. Um, I've won my share of derbs. If you go in the fishing room here, I, I keep some some plaques and trophies up, but I do, I got a lot of second places. And, and here's the thing. I'm, I, when I'm done with something, I'm done with something. So, you know how I'm like really into it and really into it. Like, so in other words, if I'm out there and, and I'm just flipping all day or say I'm on the wind and it ain't happening. And I'm thinking about, Hmm, what's that long John silvers tonight, you know, or like, God, we'll give um, me some hush puppies. Yeah, bud. You know what I mean? I'm going to dip them in the crumbs with the sweet and sour. And yeah. The, and the vinegar. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking that kind of stuff. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, like, I can't handle me when it comes to uh, tournaments. So, uh, I, I stopped doing that. And I figured that, um, that, uh, you know, I figured out it's a heck of a lot easier to make money talking. You know? It's, it's Fair enough. Yeah. man's game to make money in tournament fishing, as many have said. Yeah, like, my, you know, I got some some buds that are real good sticks, you know, and uh, and it's like, you know, of course they make sponsor money, but they 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 pay pay a lot of the bills with with you know with catching five all the time and yeah. um you know that's not me that's a lot of pressure yeah there was a and I think it was, was it last month or two months ago Bassmaster magazine had they only had the top five but they showed the guys that are actually making money not from sponsor dollars or anything or 
just straight off bonuses and checks. Right. It was like, I think Seth was the top of it at like 130 something. And it, the top five stopped at a hundred. So that means a lot of guys are, you know, that 95 to below, which I think it's what, like 40 something just to get in French. Yeah. Entry is 45. Something yeah, like that. A lot of guys are profiting, profiting yeah. healthily above just tournaments alone. But yeah, I mean, but, uh, Hey, it's a, uh, it's a creme de la creme sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glorified gambling, as many say. <laughs> and it's not glorified gambling. It is gambling. You're betting on yourself against five fish. Yeah, it's tough. But I'll tell you what, man. Like the the cream always rises to the crop to the top. Yep. I mean, it really does. You say that people are like, yeah, you know, it's still you against the fish. But look at it, man. Like, look at guys that like. Let, let's take for example, Christy Hackney. One run through the opens. Where they at? I think they both went in both times. Well, Hackney took the legend exemption. No, he didn't, did he? No, no. no. Uh, forget me. But both to Southerns, I think. Yeah, both times they've made it their first shot through the opens. I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that, just the example: the the, the good fisherman and the good fisherman. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, their name's always know. just going to be relevant at that top of the leaderboard. What's that, bud? Their name's always going to be relevant at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, you the the, the good is the good. That's called the yeah. good good. Yeah. Yeah. So circling back, surprise, quick, surprise. <laughs> circling back, I, I'm just curious. How did you get your start into to fishing tournaments? I feel like everyone's story is always very intriguing and in how they got their start into fishing competitive. Well, man, I'll tell you what they when I did that stuff for uh, Shimano and Bagley. I would go um, and they'd pay some entry fees for me. And I could not tell you the name of the circuit, whatever. But they were pretty big ones out of Lake Shelbyville um, in uh, southern Illinois. And they'd put me in as a co-angler with dudes with jeans and cowboy boots and bass boats. It was pretty cool back then. (laughs) Everybody was like Smokey and the Bandit back then, Burt Reynolds, you know. (laughs) And... uh, so yeah, I, those that was when I kind of got a taste of uh, of tournament fishing and 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 let's be real about it, bud. Like I was waiting for that Bassmaster, you know, at the mailbox every month since I've been eight, you know. So yeah. I got it bad. I got it bad. That's yeah. awesome. Now, quick question: Was were all these guys in cowboy hats and boots slinging producto worms around? A lot of producto, a lot of gator tail, bunch of man's auger tails and jelly worms. Yes. Oh sir. yeah. And they didn't have cowboy hats. That's I, I said boots. Oh, hats. sorry, sorry. They've been awesome. They had cowboy hats too, though. No sir, no sir. I didn't see that. In, not in Illinois. No. If you went a little further south, got into even past Kentucky. That's when the hats start. Fair enough. Yeah. That's, it was hilarious to see all the northern boys at Fort Worth last year for the classic wearing. They look good. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? Hilarious. Look at Gussie for crying out loud. He's like a Bassin supermodel. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I witnessed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quite the steer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will beat uh, Takumi Ito riding a bull. Yeah. Nothing will beat that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pat, Pat, where along this timeline did you get a start or really kind of realize that you like to, to do these shows, where you like to be a host, where you acknowledge that you knew where your skill set was with, you know. Yikes. Uh, that's all freak, bizarre accidents. And uh, it all comes at that talkity-talking. 
And um, so here's the deal. Um, my daughter, uh, Jasmine, um, it was one of her volleyball games or basketball games or something. And uh, the uh, the mayor of town here, um, he was mayor at the time. I was sitting next to the dude and he's, you know, you're a big fisherman, this and that. He's like, uh, he's like, you know, you should go see my brother. He, uh, he owns a radio station and go do a fishing show. Tell him I said you should do a fishing show. I'm like, what? What's that even mean? <laughs> and, uh, and I went in and saw the dude and, uh, he's, uh, He's like, yeah, you could, uh, I'll give you, give you an hour on Saturday mornings and, uh, talk about fishing. I'm like, what? Oh, um, okay. And, uh, I kind of just, it was called the bass buzz is what I called it. And, um, I did that for about four years and, uh, it, um, it, it went national actually awesome. through the, uh, Facebook a little bit back then. Okay. If you want to see some funny shit, go look at region bass buzz on Facebook. Okay. I think it's still there. Region bass buzz. Okay. After the show. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, I did that show for, uh, for quite a bit and they had an app on the phone that could go national. So, um, my bud Zona, uh, it kind of hooked me up and I did a few shows with him and then he kind of, you know, um, hooked me up with some buds at Strike King and stuff and gave me some names of people and it kind of progressed and then they'd share it on their social and then they would share the app link. So it kind of got a little national thing out of the radio station. It was going really good. And it actually I moved to a three hour show on Saturday morning, six to nine. Wow. And I'd have two pros on and, uh, um, we'd take local calls and, uh, I had to do traffic and weather and all kinds of dumb shit too. You know? So, <laughs> but, but it, you know, it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, the, you know, um, one of my first interviews, um, on there was Bill Dance and boy, was it horrible. It was like, <laughs> Hey Bill. And you know what, dude, I'm going to be com completely brutally honest with you when I did the first Bill Dance interview, he didn't remember me as a kid. He didn't remember. And it freaking crushed me. I was like, oh my God. But like, you know, when I understand, you know, how, like, don't, for, now let's remember, this is a long time ago, bud. Okay. Right. We're going back like, you know, for, for 10, him. 15 10, years. What's that? 10, 15 years. Yeah, no. <laughs> way way time machine back you know when i was a little boy right so anyway and i was like oh whatever but the interview was was horrible on my part not bill's of course bill made it awesome um jump ahead i've had bill on stray cast um uh, uh, quite a few times now and uh and he um on the air he goes pat i remember when you were a little boy running around in the bagley bay company factory and i about lost it you know what? Because like, I was like, oh, shit, now the guy remembers. But it was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, amazing. It's Bill Dance. It's uh, a, a hero, a legend. Like Bill is like, Bill Dance is the bass fisherman salesman. That's the guy. That's the guy. Roland's good. Jimmy's good. Bill is Bill. Bill's the king.
You said yeah. the king. I was uncomfortable that you called me the king. Elvis is the king. Bill Dance is the king. The king of stray cast. Yeah, I guess. I don't I'm the king. Yeah, I'm the king of my castle. Yeah, I guess, you could you call him the pretty fishing. face of stray cast? Yes, like, thanks. Look at this separate. angle. Look at this angle. <laughs> See that? Perfect. Screenshot. Don't you mess with that. <laughs> Blue steel the hell out of this one. All right. <laughs> nice. But steel I mean, reserve. If, yes. Even if you didn't know who Bill Dance was and you didn't fit, uh, or no, so I take that back. If you didn't know fishing at all, you still knew who Bill Dance was. Yeah, damn straight. Yeah, everybody is. knows that Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a brand. Heck right? yeah. Yeah. So what were you talking about again? Or we're talking about how you got your start <laughs> into podcasting. Like, yeah. So anyway, yeah. radio. Yeah. So I heart radio. No, I'm messing with you. I was, uh, I was at the, you know, I did the radio show, the Bass Buzz, and I did that for about five years. And uh, I, I, I had, I had, I had some wild streaking in me. You know, I was a little wild, and uh, ran into a few pl- problems over there at the radio station, and uh, um, and then I just uh, kind of went off on my own. It took a year, got my head together, and uh, and I'm like, hmm, yeah. I like doing that and I can do it better. And uh, I saw the internet was the deal and uh, kind of started up the, uh, the straight cast initially with a couple buds and, um, and I was just doing a segment on stray casts called the bass buzz. And uh, it kind of seemed that that uh, if you go back at some of those segments, I think they're still called the bass buzz on the stray cast YouTube. Um, but uh yeah, I, I did. I did that, uh, and it kind of just branched off. That the straight cast or the Bass Buzz segment kind of became, you know, the segment of the show, and uh, just evolved. And now it's what it is. <laughs> so, six seasons, but six seasons later. Awesome. Yeah, and I I've been doing it full time for about three years now. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's uh, just to to add on it uh, from a fan perspective, it's cool to because there, there's a lot of shows out there. Uh, alike our show here at Serious Angler that likes to dig into anglers, ask them questions about techniques and all that, and learn from them from a, a bass fishing standpoint. But I think it's cool the perspective that you bring to a lot of fans that it's you're op- you're making these guys open up their their book and really show who they are as a person, not what people see. You know when they're talking about just bass fishing, you know, you, you really bring out some people's character, and I think that's really cool. Here's yeah. it's probably this because of this and. It might, let me confess, it may be selfish because I'm such a bass fishing freak that I pretty much know everything that these guys already do bass fishing and I don't care. So I want to know what makes them tick. You know what I mean? And I, and I'm being, you know, real like that. I don't care. Of course I care. But you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to know the other part, the part you're not seeing when they're on, on, on bass live, you know? The part you're not seeing when you read Bassmaster, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The part you're not seeing on uh, on uh, Bass Pro Shop Journal, whatever, you know. Show me your true self. Yeah, so that's the deal. And and uh, and and I'll tell you, Andy. Like as a kid, man, I was. Uh, it's funny. My parents have tapes and stuff. I was like a Johnny Carson freak, you know. And like I'd be like running in the living room. Here's Johnny. You guys know who Johnny Carson is? Oh know. yeah. All right. So I like talk, talk shows my whole life. Letterman. It's like I in in college and in, in in high school. I'd be watching Letterman every night. You know. It's like I like that stuff. You know. 
It's like uh, I, I was with my bud uh, uh, Billy the other day, and he was he was on um, the uh, Jimmy uh, Camel show, and uh, I was I was like, hey, uh, I was like, dude, tell me all about being on Camel. What was that? You know, like because I want to know the talk show deal. You know, yeah. so uh, it, it just you know uh, that's what that's what I'm into. That's that's part of it, and of course the radio interview type people like Howard Stern, you know. Um, back in the day, guys like here in Chicago, Steve Dahl, uh, that type of morning zoo radio, all that type of stuff is incorporated into Stray Cast, and um, and that's that's what I set out to do, and I'm pretty fortunate that it's happening, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. It's pretty badass. Grateful, but it's it's funny you mentioned Howard Stern. I, I remember my first introduction to Howard Stern was when I was like, I think, 12 years old. And my dad was taking me to hockey practice. My dad loved <laughs> Howard Stern, and he put it on the car, and like he swear, and you know how how Howard is, yeah. And, like, and he like turned the radio off for a second as we're driving to practice, and he looks at me and he goes, he goes, we only listen to this when it's me in the car. You do not listen to this with your mother. <laughs> That's when you know dads are the best. My dad stuff like that. I look too. forward to the car rides to and from hockey practice. Oh, oh yeah. Just listen to Howard Stern. Amazing. Howard Stern yeah. Yeah. Talking about Robin's mounds. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, just batshit crazy topics. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a little fun one. Don't get me started. I'll get you guys canceled. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Favor here. <laughs> No, but uh, but in all seriousness, I, in terms of what we do here and talking Bassin is we know you're uh, an, as we mentioned in the introduction, you are an enthusiast of cranking. Like you mentioned, you're a winder. Yeah, but pick it up and just get moving, get grinding. And uh, I think we'd like to break into that, you know, a little bit and talk with ask you. away whatever you want to know. I'm not yeah. a pro angler. So like I, I got to like be a disclaimer. I don't think that or I give a disclaimer. I don't think that in any way or uh, like I just I fish all the time. That's it. Yeah. And, and uh, so like I'm not a, really a derber anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm very in like every time I fish, it's derb culture promise, you know, but, you know, it's but I still go home early if I'm getting beat up. But <laughs> no, I, here at, you know, with with Andy, Andrew, nice Andy, Andrew, I always do that. Uh, Andy McAndrews. Whatever you want to call me, bud. McLovin. McLovin, yes. I am McLovin. <laughs> the McBoyle wedding. <laughs> the uh, McDoyle Ponderosa uh, wedding. <laughs> Andy and uh, Deacon are other co-host who runs uh, the business from the Bass Boat segment. We always we, – we believe on the show that it's like you don't have to be a pro. We're not always going after the top names. Like we're just trying to – because we, we're the – you know, you've heard it. Like you can learn something – from everybody yeah uh, but i so, just don't want any you know how these people are bud they're like well this oh, dude yeah. i ain't even a gosh damn bass pro and he up in there talking about crying well, i don't hear this guy talking about crying <laughs> well i'm i mean here's the deal it's like i mean i uh you know i'm not a pro but dude i, I wind all the time and i've been throwing a plug since i've been eight so i know a couple things and there's way more Maybe. people that know more about it than me but yeah well, either way, I, I know mean, a lot of things that work. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we're intrigued to talk to you because the guys that are sitting there saying that you can only crank this way and not any other way are the guys that are losing every single tournament that they fish in. So <laughs> the guys here that are willing to try different things are the guys that are going to win them all. Sure. So, 
that being said, we'd like go ahead. To- get into it. Let's do this. Yeah. I have my bug salt 3.0 in case you get out of hand. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna shoot us from Florida. Yes. From Florida. Come I'm on. in Indiana. I wish oh, I was Indiana. Florida. I thought I heard Florida for something. I did something once in Florida. Oh, I thought. Oh, I you read Florida. my file. Yeah, I can't go I back mean. to Florida. Shit. And you probably got it from that big old Florida bass we posted on social. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I knew you're from the Midwest. I just I thought I heard Florida, but when we we're off air, my bad. The Midwest farmers' daughters make me feel all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to ask the the crank and lifestyle because you establish yourself as a winder. Is that because of like the demographic of fishing that you're at? Is that just because it's it sets up right for it, or how did that kind of? I think it's the coolest way to fish. Um, like, and I'm I'm a I'm a winder and a flipper. Winder first, flipper second. And um, I mean, like, all my heroes are winders and flippers. Okay. So like, that's what I have, you know, like we pretend like some people pretend to be sports figures as kids. Yeah. Like I pretended to be Clun. You know what I mean? I'd even hold my hands like Clun, how he wound, you know, I, I hold my hand like Clun as he, like I, I watch the game tapes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, uh, I, I, I was in it. Um, all my heroes are winders. So that's the thing. It's just, it's not like. Bailey was like, I'm going to go do this because this is what I want to do. And it was cool because back to Grandpa Paul, I would go spend months uh, with him on on like Lake Shelbyville. And we'd fish those southern Illinois impoundments, impoundments where there was wood and, and you know, and, and a lot of stuff to crank, in other words. And that's kind of where I figured it out. And it was cool because around the house, I wasn't doing too much cranking, you know, when I didn't have a boat or anything as a kid i did get a bass hunter uh two-man bass hunter for my eighth grade graduation that was pretty cool uh but uh yeah so uh, it was just the way i wanted to do it you know it didn't excite me to hear about dragging a worm offshore and lining things up in Bassmaster. what excited me was throwing at the stump you know that's what i wanted to do Making something bounce off of it. And yeah, and that's what I set out to do, and that's just the, the fun doing. The other way, of course, flipping. I uh, I like to flip. That's so. That's the thing. I mean, if you if you go fish with me, I I probably got you know six wine poles and two flip sticks just all the time, and then other stuff. You know. Right. So hmm. when it comes to to winding, is it just is it straight just crankbaits, or are you a chatterbait guy? Something oh, I, I the chatterbait. I I caught so many fish on a chatterbait. That, just the, the last the three, four, five years, you know, unreal how good that thing is. Right. It's just so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm a chatterbait guy, and uh, I so pretty much when when I have uh, I said the wine poles, I, I I crank with the Alpha Rebound, and that's a that's a S glass composite rod, which is a version of the old Seeker rod blank out of California which was originated by a gentleman called Rich Forehand. His name was Rich Forehand, and he, he originated that parabolic, heavy action glass rod. Not that, hooty, hooty, hooty. Yeah, I'm talking, boom, stout bend, stout bend, hitting the spot, you know what I mean? And, okay. and uh, that rod is, is that secret California blank. You may know it um, on a... Uh, on a, uh, it was, it, it's been, there's been versions of it 
through like quantum kevin van dam big fan of that type of bed greg hackney became a fan of that type of bed uh gary klein when he used to be cool super fan of that type of bend all that kind of stuff you know that was the deal gary klein in the eight foot flip stick man come on yeah i mean that's i'll be honest with you that eight foot flip stick is the deal parabolic not a not a broomstick but right but if you ain't like hackney that's where hackney got it if you haven't flipped with a 710 or an eight foot flip stick I'm not talking about a big broom handle heavy deal, right? But for the way I fish, it helps me compensates, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'll say, like, you can take that a couple ways. Yeah, you're the big rod, you compensate. <laughs> but yeah, they, I, <laughs> we all got to compensate for something, but. <laughs> no, the, so, but for real, with the slack and then combination of the eight to one reel, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's the deal, eight foot flip stick, bud. Winding rod. Anyway, back to winding. The uh, with this, I was talking about the six rods. So I have a couple plugs, right? Couple yep. three plugs, um, couple chatter baits, and a couple spinner bugs. That's on the wind side. Yeah. So and, a lot of people when they're talking cranking, for you know, for a lot of folks, it could it's an open-ended question in terms of especially depth, right? Okay. But when it comes to cranking for you, I mean, are you the guy that? You can use your electronics a lot. Or are you the guy that you no. want to be touching ground? Touching ground. That's your. That's your. Yeah, thing. I do. The eight foot flip stick we talked about is only for depth finder purposes. <laughs> yeah. I don't even flip with it. <laughs> yes, that's what I was talking about. Perfect. Yeah. And if it goes down seven and a half, you know you got a muddy bottom, dude. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. Like, so this is like my confessional show. In the um, the uh, forgive me. Forgive me, serious angler, for I have sinned. The, um, <laughs> the, no, but the, uh, so I've been with Crestliner. This is my third year and they're so cool to me, man. Like Crestliner, um, I'm very grateful to run a Crestliner boat and they treat me really cool there. And before that I was running around in an old 2000 fiberglass boat, um, uh, 200 Merc EFI 175, the 175 Merc EFI. Uh, and good motor, yeah. They, oh, gosh, the great dude, motor. Come on, EFI. Yikes, I like the new Pro XS, don't get me wrong, but that EFI tried and true, anyway. Well, um, zero electronics on it, bud. And the uh, the, the new Crestliners come with the, the good electronics, and uh, and I got some cool friends that know how to use them, and uh. Uh, and you know, I was out there with Maddie one time and learned a bunch of shit. He's really good at the electronics. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, I have an electronics on the Crestliner, and now I, I use that side image, man. I actually use the side image to catch fish. No, I don't have forward facing. Just starting to use electronics really heavy again. Um, in the last three years. But I'll tell you. Um, prior to that, I went probably four or five years without electronics. It just basic, you know what I mean? Just that, you know, not even as, as sophisticated as John Cox. Just getting on the bank and getting going. Yeah. You should see fishing with Johnny, what he does with his electronics. He's a knucklehead. So he uses the, like, when, you know, he's, he he's, uh, runs the Lawrence ones. Yep. And all he uses is the map and the side imaging. Those are the only two screens. And do you know why he does it, Bailey? Do you already know this? 
I believe so, but I, correct me if I'm wrong. It's just for a way. For, it's like a almost like a poor man's 360, right? Just to see some structure that's under the water for him to cast it up shallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's kind of side scanning, but the purpose of it is, is he's very comfortable running the black. Do you know what running the black is? Is that so, like you know how when you get shallow, the black decreases? Yeah. Yep. And you know you're getting shallow when it gets super skinny. That John just shuts it down. That's what he does. That's his. That's his deal. That's he the just, whole reason. That's why he's got it on there. That's cool. That's it. I didn't know that part. Huh? I, I didn't know that part. I know I've heard. He's him like I'm home. Like, <laughs> I'm like John. What are you doing? You know. And he's like, Oh, that's how I run these. I'm like, All right. And then he's got the depth and the temperature in the map. That's it. That's He'll tell you. I know I've heard him talk about a point where uh, he sometimes will bring the side up on the front so that, you know, when he goes past structure, if there's something out deeper that he can go back and throw at something a little bit more off the shore, but still connect. When he's idling. Yeah, for sure. Right. I'm talking uh, up on Patty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. He does it the way you're saying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool to see the success in that. And like, I think some folks have talked about it, but like there's a shift happening, especially in the South where it's so many guys are getting so concentrated on electronics that offshore is becoming more difficult to catch them than on shallow. On yeah. Land. I just had them million dollar babies on the show last night. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and man, those, uh, those guys, they, they want it with that deal with that yeah. forward facing. They did. Oh they did yeah. Rigging. Yeah, they sure did. But they did it in a pretty cool way. It wasn't like, they use the electronics to find the fish or to, to catch the fish, but they use the birds to find the fish. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a, for a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot of anglers, but that seems like a dying breed is people being able to be, you know, uh, as Clun said on your show before total immersion and really just getting involved in what's going on around you. Yeah. You guys are just focused on this textbook that we're supposed to be going by and not really looking at the, the variables at play. Where these kids looked at the birds and be like, "Hey, there's got to be bait there. If birds are diving. There you go. Now you can see the fish with your forward facing, and it's old." School I mean, same forward. thing, dude. I mean, Clun always says it too. The best fishermen on the lake are the birds. Oh yeah. You see a fish. You see a fish bird on the points there for a reason, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. For sure. I I, I I hate following the book because I feel like every time I get into the book, I get burned. So I've just learned to kind of fish the conditions. Here's some good books. Book. This is a good book. This is called Double Whammy. That's by <laughs> Carl Hyacin. You know what this book is? No. Do you know what it is, Andy? Hold on. I'm looking at the picture. Carl, write this down, Bailey. You got notes for me? I got notes for you. All right. Carl Hyacin, Double Whammy. It looks like a hook. Yeah, it's a hook. It's a good book. This this author, Carl Hyacin, I still read. I, do you believe that? I actually read things. Read uh, good. Yeah, um, I took a look. It's in a book, The Reading Rainbow. Um, this deal right here, Carl Hyacin, Double Whammy. Carl Hyacin wrote um, Striptease. Remember, you ever see that movie, Demi, Demi Moore and uh, Burt Reynolds? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's that's the same guy. And this is about bass fishing. And oh. it's... Uh, I'm going to put it this way. I think both of you gentlemen will enjoy it. The parallels to today's modern bassin and what's going on with tournament leagues and everything else is amazing. Amazing. Hmm. Hey, let's play library. This is way, but okay. This one, 
Um, this one's called uh, at Rudwick the Librarian. Yes, this uh, <laughs> write this one down, Bailey. This one's called Bass Wars. Okay, and uh, this is by by Nick Taylor and uh, not Mick Taylor from the Rolling Stones, but Nick Taylor, and he's a uh, famous uh, bass and author from back in the day. And in the um, this follows Ricky Quan and Randy Blockett on tour uh, back in the day. And it's a real interesting, uh, it's called Bass Wars, Bass Wars, A Story of Fishing, Fame, and Fortune. Huh. What do you think of that? I think I'm going to be spending some money. Here's one that is just, I think you guys probably read this one, and I, I'll tell you what, one of my most favorite books ever, and that's uh, Mike Iaconelli's, uh Fishing on the Edge. And uh, if anybody says this book is not inspiring, they're full of shit because it is. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Mike did a great job with this book. And what's cool about this book is, you know, obviously Iaconelli's a, a, a giant bass head, right? And, and uh, what's cool is Mike uh, is very similar in age uh, to me. Uh, our, and, you know, so a lot of this stuff that he writes about, is it's so old school. It's so beautiful in this book. That's why I like Mike's book. Oh, oh, you'll like these ones. Yeah. Look at this. This used to get with like Bassmaster. Back. Oh, I, I have that one somewhere. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Tactics and techniques. <laughs> but it's I had the brown. brown coffee table edition. Come the, on. I had the brown, the brown leather back version, not the green. Oh, look at you. Yeah. The uh, and then of course I gotta tell you, if you never read this one, then you you have to. Uh, every proper bassin man. Uh, needs to read, uh, whoops, camera, Roland Martin's 101 Bass Fishing Secrets. Oh, yeah. Right there. That's the one. Love it. That's enough library. I can keep going. <laughs> I think it's crazy how much YouTube and social media has become a learning tool for folks, but this, these books that have very, very, very good information in it, aren't even talked about anymore in terms of a tool for anglers to be able to develop not just their skills, obviously, because that's something you have to do physically on the water, but from a mental side of things, a lot of guys, you know, say, Oh, I just watch a lot of YouTube in terms of like establishing my establishing myself. But I think there's a a severe tool here with books, like especially Mm. ones from the founding fathers, like a Rick Clun. Yeah. That they can learn from. It's crazy to think that these things don't get talked about anymore. Yeah. You ready to write something else down, Bailey? I'm ready. All right. So you don't need the only YouTube channel that you need to watch. There's two of them. It's the Serious Angler channel. Thanks. And the other one is Lynn Dollar. Do you know who Lynn Dollar is? Yeah, she posts like all the 1980s Bassmaster like Bassmaster episodes, doesn't she? I think it's a dude, but yeah, whatever the name is. But um, it'd be cool if it was a chick. But um, (laughs) you never uh, know. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just being sexist. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, it's it's amazing. I mean, that's where you need to learn. Don't even watch Straight Cast. Watch Lynn Dollar. I don't even I don't even call Straight Cast. I don't when I promote things, I call it Tube View. I don't even want people to watch Straight Cast on YouTube. That's it. Just don't. I got a Roku channel. Do you know that? Yeah. Hey, you want to be on my Roku channel? What's that? I'll put you on my Roku channel. You can be on my Roku channel, but I just bought a Roku channel. <laughs> I did. I'm being serious. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I've heard you mention it a bunch of times. Yeah. I usually watch from Facebook or I listen on the MP3. 
Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but you, the back episodes are starting to do good on the Roku. That's awesome. Oh, you're, oh, you're yeah. seeing a growth on Roku, is what you're saying. Yeah, nobody watches it on Roku live, but oh, they, okay. but they, they're going and watching the episodes on the Roku. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to start a network, for real. I am. It's cool to call it SCTV. Yeah, it's cool to see the shift in platforms as some like some platforms develop versus some platforms that establish themselves and decide not to improve at all. Like you see a lot of Spotify has been taking over in terms of. Yeah, wow. I'm telling you, man, um, unreal the amount uh, of growth we're seeing in the straight cast podcast on Spotify. Wow. It used to be all iTunes and and, And and the other ones. But now that Spotify is really popping in. Yeah. Yeah. Apple's been tanking and Spotify is going to reign king here soon. Which oh, really? You think so? I, the Apple still seems really strong, but I think it's because majority have it versus Spotify. We're comfortable. With, yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. 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 It, and Spotify does a lot more advertising on what they offer as well. Okay. Like, you can listen to Pandora for a radio station. You might get a Spotify ad on Pandora. That's how I found about found out about Spotify like years and years ago was literally listening to Pandora. Hey Andy, if, do you do you know Connor Summers from Outcast Tackle? I do not. Dude, like you are a doppelganger in voice. <laughs> Connor Summers who makes the Outcast Tackle cage fighter stealth fighter jigs. Pat, it's so funny you say that because I was on the way home from the lake. What was it? I think it was like three and a half weeks ago when you aired that show. And I listen, was listening to that show on the way home. And I literally thought the same thing that I was on the phone with Andrew. Yeah, dudes, you guys are like doppel voice actors. <laughs> I was so intrigued that I pulled up the stream on my YouTube when I stopped at, uh, I think it was like Wendy's in the way home. And I was like, I got to see if they look as if they are, then they're twins. <laughs> Never know. Hey, are That's you guys really cool funny. with me getting a uh, refill of coffee? Go I, ahead, man. Yeah, it's right it. here. It's right next Keep to me. Keep entertaining me. Tell me stuff. Tell me a story, Andy. Oh, so uh, funny story. Bailey's almost died on my boat. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more what? intrigued, Pat, why you're having coffee at 8 p.m. at night. Well, you I don't know. That's dumb. I know. Uh, is, but- is it decaf? No, hell no. That's warm brown water. Um, the uh, no. Here's the deal. Like, I get all I get all Red Bulled up on on. Uh, I drink one Red Bull a week, and I and honestly, it's only three quarters of a Red Bull these days uh, that I can handle. And I drink it on straight cast night, and I have to drink it at six o'clock. Straight cast starts at seven. I drink it at six, and uh, I don't know. It's just something stupid I do. I do dumb dumb stuff. And uh, I'm up all damn night on a straight cast night, you know. Um, I, I, it's like it's like when I used to play in bands. It's that com- combined with the energy of the show. When um, I, I, I'm not sure how it is for you guys. I assume it's very similar. But like when straight cast does a show, it's a show. Um, it's uh, the show is it, it's not scripted yet. I write it and structure it. Um, I have bits I write. I have things, you know, it's it's a constant process of a show. So yeah. um, basically, um, when the show is over, it's almost like, you know, like, boom. It's, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say what I just felt like saying, but it, it's like, hey, you just, you know, you just erupted yeah. and it's done, but you got, ah, 
you know, it's not you're not gonna roll over and go to sleep yet, you know. Yeah, you might want to go more rounds, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're hyped off of it. Yeah, 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 of course. So Pat, I, I have I have a question for you. Backtrack yeah, really fast to that Ike book. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm curious if you know this guy. He used to travel with Ike back in the day. And Andy, you might know where I'm going with this. Oh, the Duke. I Do love you the Duke. Oh, uh, Mr. Jeff Hippert of Buffalo, New York. He, you know, it's I. I don't know of the guy personally. I don't know him personally, but I. I believe I do know of him. He he used to travel with Ike and uh, Pete Gluzak back in the Redman days. Yeah, Redman. It's called yeah. Redman. 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 Red it's whatever. No, it's no, it's I'm thinking no, of the chewing tobacco. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, Redman. It's the not Redman. It's Redman. Nicole Kidman Redman. and Dennis Rodman <laughs> and Redman Circuit. Thank you. Whatever. Get it straight. Get it straight. You got it. Damn. Bailey, write that down too. <laughs> Andy has many lessons to go. We'll, we'll whip him up into, into a proper bass man. Still here. green. Still green. I'm it's still fine. here in Florida, Andy. <laughs> you never know. Indiana, same thing these days. Hey, don't get me, make me get my bug salt uh, 3.0. Boom. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just messing up right, everywhere. So, so Pat, let's. No, you're. I, I'm. I'm. I'm chirping you. You know. No, you're good, dude. You're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. But we do here on the south side. Oh, it's fine. Chirpers. South side of Miami. I got punched on my front porch. Shit. You got punched on your front porch. Yeah. Damn right. I got big mouth. I, I gotta ask. Did you? Have you always used the term chirp, or did you get that from the Johnstons? Oh, total Johnstons in that. Uh yeah, term right yeah but. he's hanging out with Gus and the Johnsons and stuff. He and Seth says it too, you know. That's kind of where I got it. And yeah. Trailer Park Boys and that <laughs> bubble anything. You know? now, all right, who is your favorite Trailer Park Boys character? Oh, that's really hard to say, but I'm going with Conky. Solid choice. Yeah, Conky's a little bastard. He yeah. always seems to get the best of. Bubbles and oh. I, I love Bubbles personally. All his like the Bubbles retake. is great, but all his retakes like on YouTube. Puppet. No, I I mean for real. Like I mean, come on, dude. Like every character is amazing. Uh, yeah. uh, Sebastian Bach, yeah. great character in there too, as himself. Yeah, <laughs> that show is just out there. Like, I find all like Canadian humor like shows like that are just so funny. Yeah, I'd like to watch so it funny. again. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, it's on something now. Probably Hulu, if I had to guess. No, you got to pay something. It's on a website or something. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. You have to like have live TV or something like that. Pornhub. I don't know what it's called. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. So, getting off of that before our show does get canceled. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh... <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> no, I, I didn't say anything. No, you're good. You're good. We're just messing. Uh, getting back Sharp. to fiction because we have a couple fun questions coming up. We're going to wrap the show up here in a few minutes, but I did have a couple questions in terms of cranking that I really wanted to ask you. Yeah, but genuinely intrigued is I know you're a big, uh, you're a big balsa fan, and I, I'm just I know I am. we've heard a bunch of people talk balsas, but I'm Look very at this, this is a tin cup of balsa right here. <laughs> That's it. a dangerous cup to drink out of right there. It's all balsa B3s, <laughs> Bagley's dangerous yeah, cup. Are. Now, are those original Bagley's or oh, new gosh, Bagley's? They, right, they are. Hell yeah. What the heck is wrong with this guy? 
Yeah, this one we is never know. Imposter Pat, alert. This Pat, oh, oh, that's funny. Hey, look at this. This is um what's this happened? Oh, there you are. Oh my gosh, guys. Hold on. This could be bad. We gotta do this. Things happened. Pat's had too much tin cup tonight. No, 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 not at all. The too um, much coffee. My, I had no I I got all wild here and the um the this I this is a stool that rotates and oh boy started to rotate and that's what the phone is on. It's a little crooked now, but is that okay? No, you're yeah, fine. Good, man. Okay. So um anyway, yeah, this what's cool is check this out. Um this right here, I pulled this uh balsa B3 out and look what it has on it. You would have no idea, but I'm gonna tell you, it is a Straight shank Aaron Martin's um Gamagatsu hook. And Aaron actually, this is a hook I actually stole from Aaron in his boat, and I keep it as a as Memento. a keepsake. Yeah, he's even sharpened this for me. True story. Um, but uh uh well well this happened for a reason because um December 5th, as you guys might remember from last year, is um International A Mark Day. So that's where we all flood the internet with um with pictures of Aaron Martins and uh I talked to uh, uh Leslie and uh Gary Aaron's bestie uh earlier in the week and and uh and the good people at uh, at Bass uh and um it's it's going to happen again this year per request so uh just keep that in mind if you guys want to contribute that would be cool too uh Bailey and Andy, that would be awesome. December fifth, International Amart Day, forever started last year. So that's amazing. Yeah, but uh, anyway, on amazing. with the thing. On with the deal here. This, yeah, these are all originals, Andy, and this one is a uh, a, a CW, a Bagley CW, and it's really cool. It's kind of like a bone with a um with a brownish pinkish back, and it's yeah. CW for crawfish on white. But it actually looks a little boned. Um, here, this is the plug that is probably the most famous since there's two of them here. Or no. This, oh, yeah, here's the other one. But this one's got a bunch of war eagles. Oh, here. Okay. Here's the, here's the There's variations of them. And this is the Balsa B3 in 09. And 09 is chartreuse black back. And that's the color. That's the crankbait that... Uh, on the 2000 FLW series, Rick Clun, you know, it, it won a ton of money on Beaver Lake. Uh, if they didn't zero weights, he'd have won Mississippi amongst others on this plug right here. Um, these are original uh, Balsa B3s in, in 09. And then uh, here's just a straight, straight bone, orange, uh, orange belly, BN bone right there. That's wicked. Yeah, these are all originals, Andy. All original yeah, you, balsa B3s. Yes, sir. Anybody the, who cranks knows all about the B3s. Yeah, but Incredible and you know what's cranks. cool? Like, and and not seriously, not a sponsor plug for a plug. Cause it because Iris C is not a sponsor of straight cats. I'm with I'm with Berkeley. I I crank Berkeley plastic plugs uh the majority of the time and some Ichikawa plugs. Uh but the the deal um with Ira is he makes balsa plugs that are just like better than the old Bagley's, bud. I'm not kidding you. I don't know if you can get them anymore either. I don't know. Mm. Uh, and they're, they're amazing. Ira C balsa. Like that's the deal. Um, they're more of a balsa B two size 
he did have some in the uh in the in a boss in a B three size, but that B two size, I think I called it Pluto or something. That's a good, but they hunt everywhere. Amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. That is wicked. Yeah. Did I take you on a tangent or were we here? You're good. We're okay. here. Based off tangents. Yeah, good. I didn't know if I if I uh Jojo <clears throat> have, the circus boy went somewhere. I didn't know. We have segments called Serious Dangler, but I think every episode could end up on the the dangler side. So. The dangler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid. So, Pat, speaking on that, too, I'm very curious because I saw it when you were showing us those cranks. Is Are you a believer of, of the red treble? No. Um, I just happen to have that on this plug. And, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, as far as trebles go, there's two trebles I use, and it's the 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 fusion 19 by berkeley and uh and a lot uh on plugs i'm doing some changing too and the ichikawas like if you ain't if you haven't cranked with that ichikawa hook that clun treble it's amazing you know i just bought a few in size four and six the round bends yeah there you go bud don't uh the don't get the short shank you, okay. you want the you want the regular shank and uh, they make a light one and they make a light wire and a regular wire. Okay. And, um, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're amazing. I mean, uh, I, I, I Rick Lund, uh, says they have the hardest points of any hook fish hook. And I, I agree. They, they don't bend over. I just got, uh, Mr. Ichikawa just sent me some stuff today. You want to play what's in the box? Oh. <laughs> Holy cow. Look who we did. Man Is down. Okay? <laughs> My feelings okay? are hurt. <laughs> Is everybody okay? Yeah. We took a tumble, but I think we'll live. Yes. I'm gonna re I'm gonna redo this real quick. You're good. Holy cow! Has anything like this ever happened on the Serious Angler show? I feel like it has. <laughs> it might have happened, but not in that dramatic fashion. This is amazing. I just <laughs> fell on the playground. <laughs> The fun. high slide. Yeah. Hey, I gotta do this. I gotta do this with two hands. I gotta set this thing down, buds. Give oh, me two good. seconds. No worries. Yeah, hold on. I'm coming right back at you. You're good. This is what happens when you show and tell, you know? <laughs> Andy, Andy. Don't you, let you, the cat out of the bag. Yeah, it gets all wild. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, when he's talking about that harder point, you think they're talking about sharpness or just straight durability of that point to not the steel. The durability of it, I would think, and the longevity of the sharpness. Is that what so, you're talking about, Pat? Is yeah, hundred percent. It's the penetration the power. Yeah, the Ichikawas are using a um, a hardened steel uh, that has very unique properties. Like I, I might look like a scientist, but I'm really not one. And they, it's the, a titanium the, they, alloy. Yeah, I, it's just <laughs> a, it's a different type of steel, and they've been crafting plug or. Uh, not plugs. They kind of just got into the plug deal, but they've been making hooks, bud, for over a hundred years. So it's no joke. They know what they're doing. It really is like samurai craftsmanship. Look at all this cool stuff going on. You, are you seeing like? I see look a at nice these wild angles. I see That's a beautiful. I see a beautiful ceiling with a with a with cross a, beam. You like that cross beam? Yeah, nice support beam right there, bud. Isn't it nice? <laughs> yeah. That came with the house. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. 
I didn't even have to pay extra for that beam. Like, yeah, but it was built into the price. They're like, dude, we're gonna give you this cross beam. And I'm like, Yep, a where do I sign? <laughs> cross beam me up, Scotty. Hey, he's back. Welcome back. All right, I am not touching this stool anymore. Does this look okay and sound okay? Pardon? Yeah, you look great. Okay, good. Thanks. Like nothing ever happened. How's my hair look? A mess? A little bit more of a mess now. Good. Good. <laughs> I like it like that. In case you so, can't tell. Um, so anyway, uh, you want me? You want me to show you what I was going to show you, or what? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. So yeah, I just got this, and these Crash. are. I don't. I don't know what this is. Like, I really don't. I. I mean, I do know what it is, but I. I um. I, I don't really know what they look like. Let's see. So this is. Oh, speaking of, I'm yeah. It's a cow right there. So. These are the new. Oh, look at these little gorgeous. That's the uh, that's the new RC flat shed in the three sixteenth ounce size. I gotta open this. Ooh, this is nice amazing. pattern. Holy shnikes! Well, yeah, the color is really cool. This is kind of like a classic. Is that a fun color? But look, so do you guys remember the two thousand Bassmaster Classic in Chicago? Did you ever I, watch anything or learn anything about it in any footage of that? I've I watched a, a little bit of it. it. I've never uh, seen any footage, though. So, Clun did really well, and he cranked in Lake Calumet, and he threw a little plug called a uh, a worm and crank. Um, it was made by um, Lobina, I believe. I don't know. I can't remember. Worm and crank. Uh, anyway, this plug is like so much like it it's a little small three sixteenths but look it's got a big number four oh yeah it's a cow on the back am i holding it okay to the camera oh yeah you're good okay you see the big number four in the back yeah and then it's got the the, the number six in the front interesting so oh, yeah it's got, is that the one that's got like the two normal size trebles and it's got a third that's just longer on the back or um no no clear? no they're just regular round bend uh, or not actually round bed. Ninja cow has got that more O'Shag Hennessy, uh, whatever you call that, Ben. But anyway, uh, it's it's got the big number six, just the number six uh, Ichikawa in the back, Bailey, and uh, the number four in the front. So this plug is for sticking them, and it's, it's more flat side, correct? Well, it's really not. It's called. I mean, it, it it's. I guess yes. They call it an RC flat shed, and it's certainly not a rounded like a lot of round plugs, but it reminds me of that, uh, of the deal, like the, you know, like a man, like that old Lobina lure. Mm. I'm telling you. Or it's, it's not as like, so put it this way. It's not as flat as a Fritz side. Right. If that helps give you a comparison. It's kind of like a com combination of a Fritz side and a DT. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. It's like, if you wanted to compare body thicknesses, it would be between a Fritz side and a 1.5 type crank. Okay. How's that? That's fair. Yeah, as far as the the thickness of the back. I dig that. I'm not, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's got the, like that little coffin type square bill. So it deflects for a while. Yeah, bud. So I, I got to say, Quan knows what he's doing. Yeah. A I little can, bit. Just and that a little shows bit. you, that's, the itch, that's that itchy collar. I can't even get it off my damn thumb. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what's that. So I got a bunch of those. That's cool. 
Oh, this you want to play? You want to do an unboxing? Let her rip. Hey, let's be YouTube guys. You want to be YouTube guys? <laughs> yeah, let her rip. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, I'm going to do a whole segment right now. Are you ready? Let's start right, this whole go. thing right, over. Here we go, right? This is the yeah. floor. Hold on. I got I got intro. Let's do intro music, too. Hold on. We're going to do this right. You guys in a hurry? All right, here we go. The floor no. is yours, Pat. You're going to be the only one on the stream. Okay, ready? Welcome to the YouTube show and tell time. Crank baits open a box unboxing from Berkeley. Uh, I'm Pat Renwick. I'm a YouTube guy right now, and I'm going to open up uh, this thing and do an unboxing. So check this out. This box just came in from Berkeley today, and uh, it's got all kinds of goodies in it. Look at these. It's cold. It's it's northern time cold weather small bait season. So I got a bunch of these little uh, hit sticks. They're just little small little minnows. Yeah, what happened? You know, believe me, they, I got a reason. I got them. Um, oh, everybody likes these. I'm, thank you, Berkeley, for these. That's the stunner. Look at those stunners. That's pretty juice. Stunners. That's some juice right there. Yeah. There's, there's oh, another stunner. Oh, you can't have that one either, Bailey. Can't have that, Andy. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you can't have that stunner either. Oh, sorry. Uh, hold on. Wait. Oh, of course. Three-inch max scent. Jigger Cross. I can't even throw the regular power bait anymore, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, really I, I got it. It's got to be max scent. I'm not kidding you. I'm spoiled. Do you know what I mean about that or no? I will, I will agree what you said. I still throw the power bait ones when I flip, when I flip or I'm punching. Well, there's a trick. You want to know the trick? I would love to know the trick. Okay. So the power bait, the max sense a little soft, right? Exactly. For, for the thick stuff, all you got to do is leave the sack open a little bit, bud, and let it, let it harden up a bit. And now it's ready for the weed and it's ready for that thicker wood and them bushes and that straight shank don't pull out of it. So you gotta let them. You gotta open it and let them harden a little. Juicy little tidbit there, Pat. Yeah, and then you still get the full benefit of the max scent, and then yeah. you're not messing with your brain. Like, man, I wish I was flipping this in max scent, but uh, no, you're on max scent. Um, Thank you, Pat. Yeah, not no problem. Like, see, I'm excited yeah. about these for throwing them like behind some fiddleheads and stuff. But oh, this, yeah. it's Mac, it's power bait. Mm -hmm. it, it's not. Max scent power base, just regular power bait. These are that new Scugs. It's like a, it's like a Scugs deal. Uh, what's it called? The, the Crash Craw. It looks freaking awesome. And I'm gonna smash them behind like a Biffle Bug on this. And then, I have them send me some of these too. They're like little, uh, you know, kind of like menaces. You know what I mean, bud? I yeah. want to get some of those. Yeah, but I gotta Bothra. soak them in Max scent. I'm gonna be honest. I I gotta do it. The boss grub. This is awesome. This is going to be really good on that, uh, on the back of like a, you know, like a, a bit that deal. Yeah. And then, um, oh, a bunch of the small little size war pigs. If you haven't thrown that small little quarter, uh, or even they have a little one underneath that, like a 316, um, they throw real well, uh, still on casting tackle. And, and quite frankly, I've, I've gone to using like the smaller, war pigs um instead of blade baits on that pump deal and if you do you know of a do you know of a uh of a uh a vibration bait uh rattle trap bait called the uh vibration x smatra 
Do you I guys know that bait? Andy, do you know? It's it's a mega bass. Okay, I just it, yeah. I was gonna say it, I think it, it's a mega bass, and I didn't want to be wrong because the Vibex is a mega bass. Vibration X Smatra, uh, and that's a, an amazing lipless bait. And I, when this came out, I was really happy that it uh, behaves very closely. Does this Smatra mean it's little? I don't even know what the heck that means. I mean, I don't know. Come on, Pat. Smatra. Gazuntite. I don't know. Smatra. Sounds dirty. I don't know if we should say that. Oh, there's some half ounce. Oh, this is a good color. Um, if they're eating Gilberts and uh in on that winter gill deal is the uh the gilly. That's a good little brim color. But yeah, that was a very uh Pat, are you a, a blade bait fan? Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I really am. Um but I, I've been throwing that war pick a lot instead of it, is what I was saying. But when I throw yeah. a blade bait, I like that. Uh, um, it's called, it's a real simple one. It's called a Vibe. V I B E. And they make a cool 3 8 one that behaves really well. Have you ever you used the hooks, of course. Fish tense Binsky? The, the what's the Binsky? I don't. I never threw a Binsky in my life. I heard it great. A lot of my buds throw them. I just, I, I like that Vibe, man. And I fish a blade bait weird. Like, I'll throw that that blade on heavier string like 15 and 17 uh fluoro and a casting rod mm -hmm. uh uh the same rebound okay and i'll throw it in some nastier shit Ooh. and i just think that the combination of that fluorocarbon line slows and i like the three eights for what i do in the depths that i fish with that blade the three eight size seems right there quarter not enough half too much three eights boom uh and and I can I can snap. I put them lighter wire little Ichikawas on there. I don't do the uh, the braid thing like Fighter does NZ with the uh, you know the braid, braid split rings. I just use the regular split rings, but I'm not efficient. It's too much work to do. The yeah, yeah. Rings. And I hey, I can see if I had to pay the light bill with it, I probably would. You know. Yeah. Like, so. like we were just saying earlier, Pat, uh, the, offline that you can barely you can see the knot and you can barely see the knot in front of your eyes anymore. Anyway, so that would be a pain to. Try yeah, to yeah. <laughs> it is, dude. I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. I mean, like, I, I'm I just I just turned fifty two, and uh, wait, no, fifty three. Holy cow! Sorry, happy belated. Yeah, in case thanks. In case my mom's watching, she call me a liar. But um, <laughs> the. Uh, yeah. Um, and dude, I feel like a kid. I mean, I really do. And uh, the only thing is my eyes. Like I, I, but I believe that a human can condition themselves to be better, that they can do that. And like you can, and, and, and the eyes are one of them. So one of the things I was doing now, my sight is still going as far as reading, I can still hit a stump you know, 50 yards away, but that's, that's not the deal, but it's when it comes to reading or like you guys are blurry on this little screen right now, these little pictures, you know, that's in the straight cast studio. I got a great big monitor, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, the, I, I started conditioning. So I was starting to do readings. I, 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 you wouldn't know it about me, but I meditate every morning and I take quiet time with the Lord and, um, and, and, during that time, I was wearing reading glasses, you know, and and I, and I was like, and I, I find my eyes getting weaker. So I just adjusted it and I would take, you know, I'd stopped wearing the glasses and adjusted lighting. 
And now I was trying to, you know, make my eyes stronger and it actually works. So okay. I, uh, but I'm, I'm holding on, I'm holding on to dear life boys. You know what I mean? Well, I <laughs> keep adjusting. Keep yes. Adjusting. Yes. yes. <laughs> conditioning. It's called conditioning. Yeah. Yes. Good. Uh, Heck yeah. That, the medit it's interesting. So that meditation deal, I, I've heard a lot of more and more people are kind of picking up on that in terms of like a mental uh, health deal, like in terms of just it just helping everything in terms of like clarity, being able to think, you know, efficiently throughout your day. Hundred percent, but just be a peace of mind thing. Like I know I've I've heard a lot of folks, you know, including myself, find something similar in terms of uh, hunters. I'll be honest with that. Uh, our co-host Deacon, him and I have had this conversation before in terms of going out and just spending a few hours in the woods by yourself is, is, is pretty similar to what those talk about with like meditating. It's like really just really good for your mental health just to get some peace and quiet to relax. Yeah, well, but it's, I, I, it's survival. It's yeah. not just that it's survival for me. I'm my right. own worst enemy. Like right. I'll beat the shit out of myself if I don't do it. You don't understand. It's like, when, and, and I'm not going to get all deep, bud, we can, because it's, I mean, you got shit to do, but, um, like if I don't get up every day and give my life to God, I'm screwed. Okay. So I do that first off because it takes a lot of pressure off of me. All right. It takes pressure off of me, it makes my life easier. Like, like, I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm not like, you know, Andy's like, you do the episode. Oh, they gave you time off. Right. Yeah, they gave you time off, didn't they, baby? They, right? They gave yeah. me time off. Yeah. So that's what it's like for me. Every day is time off when I when I when I give when I give it up, you know. And then I also and then I accompany that with um with some readings and uh, and get my head right. Um, and then uh, I do a little business, and then I go for a run, and uh, I don't. I have the phone with me, but I'm not listening to music. Um, that's when I think that's when the wheelhouse goes, you know what I mean? That's when things happen. That's when the ideas come. That's when the stuff happens. See, so I open my mind every day and I, and I give my life, uh, up and, uh, and it works out well, works out well. That's what I got to say about that. So yeah, meditation, uh, for me is not just like, oh, whatever. It's a key to survival, but you know. I told you, like, what when I took that year off, man, I took it off because I was an asshole and I had to figure my shit out. Yeah. So, and that was all part of it. So, that's hey, good. I'm, I'm glad right. to hear that, Pat. Absolutely. It's incredible. Thanks. Andy, what were you going to say? Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, I was going to say, life is ebbs and flows, right? We have up, big ups and big downs, and it's, oh, gosh, yeah. We're through them and find, inner strength within ourselves and also something to attach to and help us grow through it. So in your instance, like meditation probably was a big, you do it now, but I'm sure back then, if I'm reaching here, it was probably a big help to get your mind right. Yeah. A hundred percent because you know, by meditating and getting into oneself, you take your, self out of yourself yeah okay um yeah. so we don't surround ourselves with ourselves yeah. am i making sense now oh, like yeah. that's that's like proper bassin bud like you watch these people that are in it for them when they're doing their their deal it's i i i me 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 that gets you nowhere 
it gets you so far, but you can't get anywhere without t- a lot of support. <laughs> it's we. We're we. Yeah. It's we. We are here for for only for one reason. I'm only talking to you two right now for one reason. It's one common denominator, and we love the bass. We love bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, and- I might not even talk to you guys. Otherwise, you might not even want to talk to me. You <laughs> might not give a shit that I meditate, <laughs> but I bass fish. Yeah. And that's what brings us together. That's the magic, boys. Yeah. That's the magic. Heck yeah. I'll you know. say amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool, isn't it? It's very cool. It's pretty cool. Hey, man. I mean, I don't. This is a dream come true for me, man. Make I've been wanting to be in bass fishing since I was a little boy, and now yeah. that I this is what I do. Yeah. And I'm not a pro. I talk to pros. Yeah. And get to, I get to hang out with some of the best fishermen in the world, man. Like go fishing with, and that's crazy talk, you know. Awesome. I, 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 Rick Clun says hi to me. That's dumb, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I've gotten laid because of bass fishing. All right. That's dumb. This is crazy. This is amazing. And it's all because of a fish. All because of a fish. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, I think there's something to add on that too, that you're hitting on. And for folks that might be kind of missing the point of our conversation here, it's that I think it's important to take some self-reflection too now and then to realize, especially when you've, Say you, you've gone a, through a, a period of time that you found success. It's good to look back on what you've accomplished. And if there's a time that you maybe you're looking back that you think you might not have accomplished much, I think that's time to take a step away to see what gaps that you might be able to fill. Oh, and that helps so much mentally just to be able to get on track. Y- yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I 100% understood the, 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 the question. You're... Oh, I wasn't making a question. I was making a point saying that, what you're doing is, is self-reflection looking at, you know, you as a kid that you wanted to be in fishing and you're looking at yourself now that this is what you do for a living. Oh you're yeah. Surrounded by it, which is something I can honestly similarly relate to in that a year and a half ago, my biggest goal in life was to surround myself with fishing in terms of job. And that's what I did. And, you know, six months later I had a job in PR working for two of the biggest fishing companies in the business and running serious angler and I've surrounded myself with fishing and I took some self-reflection actually the other day, uh, kind of like you were talking about Pat and it's, it helps you mentally of oh, being where you've gone. It helps positively, but then I know for some folks that might self-reflect and maybe they have some negative. I think that if anything that helps you be able to see where your gaps are, the negatives there for a reason. Yes, what, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and see what next steps you need to make. I think a hundred percent. Because negativity brings pain, right? Yeah. Yeah, nobody wants that. So remember the pain that messed you up, and you don't got to worry about it again. But I'll I'll give you another little tidbit. You can't have growth without negativity. You're right, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Because positivity will only get you so far because nothing's ever perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, we're always striving (laughs) for that that perfection but but you gotta you, you gotta come to a point like you're right bailey it's 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 a fact like and especially with all this social media bullshit and everything that we're all involved in these days sorry no no disrespect or whatever we all we all do it in this industry we have to 
it's part of it. But I would, I don't want to, I don't want to be on social media. I don't, I, like, I don't want to make posts. Yeah. I, I, I would, I, I would, I'd rather hold up uh, this, this plug and talk about it for 15 minutes on, you know, just the plug. And that's all you'd yeah. see. Like, I don't want to be on there. You know what I mean? Amen like, yeah, Pat like, Renrick off to the side, just a plug and talking. <laughs> yeah, like a talking <laughs> plug. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the deal. It's like, so in other, like, I don't watch straight cast shows back. Like, I, I don't, I just, you know, I don't necessarily, it's weird to say. I'm very, uh, um, it, it's really cool to, be in the position to be a bass fishing talk show host, but the social media stuff's weird, you know. I but, get you. And it's yeah, so like controlling that. too. Like we, as a society, we've become so addicted to it. Almost a necessary evil. I mean, yeah. I I make fun of stuff. I even have straight cast tacky talk. Yeah, yeah. I may. I don't. Yeah, I do ridiculous shit. I don't even have a TikTok. I just made up my own tacky talk logo. <laughs> Yeah, as dumb as can be. I do dumb shit on there. Every once in a while, I'll see some. Yeah, I mean that that topic alone is such a that's a five to ten hour just podcast topic in itself. Yeah. Is right there. What, yeah, man. I mean, hey man, I mean it's like I love vision. Don't get me oh, wrong, but um, yeah. it's like uh, maybe you know don't always necessarily want to have the video camera going. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I mean, there's times where I've talked to Andrew about that exactly. There's times where I love to just have the show be three guys just talking audio, no video camera or whatever. Just just talk. I, yeah, I, like radio. Yeah. I did radio once. Did I tell yeah. you about that? Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, all podcasters can kind of relate in terms of that. Is yeah. It's, Howard Stern it's, hates podcasters. What's that? Did you know Howard Stern hates podcasters? Yeah. He does. He does, yeah. Good old Howard. He says we're all schlubs. <laughs> yeah. You want to be real, get yourself a radio show. That's what uh, Stern says. About that term. That's what Stern schlub. says. You schlub. Freaking schlub. <laughs> well, Pat, dude, we're uh we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh we have one last question for Uh-oh. you that we'd like to uh end every show with a new guest with. But uh, before we do I just want to sincerely say thank you for taking yeah. the time. I you said sincerely. I heard you say sincerely. It was sincerely. You yeah. said sincerely. I made that word up. He trademarked it. <laughs> thank you. TM. TM. <laughs> I'm the guy that feeds the mayonnaise to the tuna fish to save time making sandwiches. You remember that, Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Pat, like I've said, you're the king of stray cast. You're an inspiration, my friend. That, whatever. Thanks, though. I, I like the inspiration part. I take the compliment. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, I want to say thank you for taking the time out tonight. I know we talked about an hour, but it's been an hour and a half of a lot of fun talking with Good. you. Good. It don't yeah. seem like that at all, bud. It really yeah. don't. I had fun. Bunch of guys just talking fishing, and that's how it should be. We enjoy it. But uh, In rabbit holes. For you. They'll but turn thanks. this off right away once they see I'm on it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, this clown. I want to oh, hear this clown. <laughs> Uh, our last question for you is if you could sit down and I'll specialize it just in terms for Pat Renwick in that uh, sit down and have a, a cup of tin cup and a nice big fat steak with three individuals. They don't have to be fishing. They could be alive thousand years ago, could be alive now. 
does not matter. What three individuals would you sit down with, have tin cup and steak, and why? Man. D. Uh, well, I would have to say that uh, I got to go uh, that dude. I don't know if you can see, but I got to go James Douglas Morrison over there from the doors. I got to go Jim Morrison because I feel he would be an amazing conversationalist. Um, like, I love the Stones. I love Aerosmith, Dan Halen, all that stuff. But I'd, uh, I got to go with Morrison on that. Uh, also, an amazing conversationalist in this mix is going to be Rick Clun, of course. Of course. Um, Clun's coming to dinner with me and Jim Morrison. Uh, because there's, there's just no way that we couldn't have Rick along for, you know, Rick, Rick is no stranger to, to, to the shopman, you know? Um, so I get the third one. I got Clun. Oh, this is easy. So when I'm done having dinner with Clun and Morrison, you know, the girl that was on the rock in that movie and then the, um, the shark was after her. You know what I'm talking about? Come on. The shark was after Yeah, what's her name? Oh, gosh. Are we talking about like a Jaws movie? or like? No, it was movie? like a Jaws movie, but she was surfing and that she's a total babe. And oh, the one that had her, the surfer with the one arm? No, no, no. She's good looking too. No, this is, but no. This we're we're talking about. I like your surfer. I like your mentality there. Yeah. The no. This uh. This is this girl. Gosh, what the heck is her name? Um, can you Google that, please? Google that. Surfer. Girl on rock. Shark about to eat her. Girl I'm looking. Rock, shark about to eat her. Girl on rock. Shark movie. Oh no, that might come out bad. <laughs> I have Attack of the Jurassic Shark. No, no, that sounds the good. shallows. Is it the shallows? Who's the actress in the shallows? Let's see. Let me pull up actress. Blake Lively. That is her. Yes, oh, sir. Ryan Reynolds. Google, Google Blake Lively now. I do Blake, Lively Blake Lively bikini. Is. Google Blake Lively bikini. This dinner's getting good. Her, her Hold her on, boys. Is the uh, is Deadpool? What's that? Her husband is Ryan Reynolds, Mr. Deadpool. Oh, we're getting rid of him. He ain't coming. <laughs> oh, dude, Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. Ryan Reynolds is great, but he's going to get in my way because I got plans <laughs> for her later. He'll probably just crack a joke and laugh and say, good luck. <laughs> well, I don't even want that. He's not at my dinner. It's Morrison, Clun, and Blake Lively. I like that three. That might Thanks. be the best three we've ever had. <laughs> Thank you. And Morrison better leave her alone. Plun's <laughs> happily married. That's why you said after dinner. Yes. <laughs> after dinner mints. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, sir. Right, dude, oh, seriously, man. thank you so much for thank taking you. your time out tonight. It's been an absolute riot to uh to chat with you. It was We're a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, you too, bud. Absolutely, for sure. Um, and uh hey, again, uh December 5th is uh a mart uh international aaron martin's day please flood social media with aaron martin's love on that day uh and also tomorrow i gotta can i tell you something else cool i got man um so i've come to this self-realization point 
and I think a lot of people figured this out way sooner, but I know that you got to give away in order to get, you know what I mean? So yeah. like if the love you take is equal to the love you make, like the Beatles say, right? So we got this new thing going on and it's, it's uh, reruns, stray cast reruns, right? But get this, viewers are hosting it. So there's that we picked four, they, they sent us in videos like, uh, like, you know, like American Idol shit, like audition. And, uh, and now we got four co-hosts or they're going to actually host it Four rerun episodes. They send in openings and, uh, and closings and there'll be four dates that starts this Friday. So Friday night at seven o'clock, it is the set fighter AOI episode. Oh. And that's got like Takumi in it. I don't, there's all kinds of people in that episode. So that's wicked cool. Yeah, so we're doing that. So check that out. It's called it's called uh, Andy uh, the Ginger Ninja, uh, uh, the Straight Cast amazing producer. He's really the strength, the king of Straight Cast. Don't kid yourself. He's the one that puts us on the air. So I just, just talk. I talk and come up with the crazy, crazy stuff. Andy's actually the one that puts us on the air. You saw I could barely figure out how to use the damn Zoomer, you know. But anyway, <laughs> um, Andy calls it the. Every time I go on a, a meeting with some sponsor i look like a dummy anyway because i do look like a dummy but then i can't even use the camera but anyway so retreads it's called retreads you know how we fish for retreads yeah yeah it's called straight cast retreads so yeah for, for folks tuning in either on youtube or listening on mp3 if you're listening to it on the day of publish which is friday it'll be tonight uh you can go watch it on straight cast which is you know like you said friday at seven so eight eastern Eight Eastern, yeah, bud. When's your deal come out? It'll be so we're gonna be tomorrow morning at six a.m. Eastern is when these get unleashed. Cool, very yeah, good. So folks that are watching are you know drinking their coffee this morning, listening to today's episode. Make sure you guys tune in tonight. Too. Oh, we're gonna wake them up, aren't we? Oh yeah, waking them up. Yeah, we're Heck yeah. Up the best part of waking up is straight casting tin cup in your cup. <laughs> That's a fact. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything. For, for to make it easier on you folks that for some reason if you live under a rock and haven't tuned into Straycast yet, uh, all that information, how to link them from Roku all the way to MP3, it's going to be down below in your show descriptions, whether on YouTube or MP3. Oh, thanks, be- bud. Yeah, everyone appreciate can appreciate that. Some Straycast in their life. Yeah, you guys aren't all that serious. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, my, we're, my, we're, my, we're here to spread love, man. We're just yeah, here well, to I, love. I like it. My, I, uh, I, I had some family in from Florida and they, I, they said, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing the serious angler show. And they said, I don't know. That might not be for you, <laughs> <I said. laughs> but it worked out. All right. Like we were telling you, we love, and what the show's based on is, is bass fishing. Yeah. And Heck yeah, bud. Getting better as anglers, but we do like to have a damn good time. So it's yeah. a, no, for sure. Yeah. And uh, hence why I quit my job and became a full-time bass guy. So. I could tell. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know you got it bad, Andy. <laughs> you got it bad. For real, Pat. Thank you a ton, man. We appreciate you taking the time out tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. We hope thank we you. Can again here soon, and uh, we'll keep tuning into Straight Cast. And dude, uh, you know it's only a couple months away, but the the classics up and coming in a few months. I hope I'll see you there, bud. There. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, we'll hang out at the uh, at the classic. The uh, hold on a second, if I can find this. Things got crazy here with our unboxing. (laughs) You want me to take us out with a song? I would love if you did. Okay, you ready? This is called uh, this is called uh, 
Don't you lie on the track. It's an old blues track. song. It's an old blues song. All right, ready? All right, ready? All right, ready? All right, ready? Hold on, here we go. Me and my lady were sitting in the shade, talking about the first time we got her late, singing, whoa, boy, don't you lie on the track, like a whoa, boy, don't you lie on the track, yeah. Hey, Peace, Mass Galaxy, Bailey, and Andrew, Serious Angler, kicks ass. I'm Pat Remick. I'm out of here. Peace, guys. You're amazing. Bye. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> what an exit. <laughs> what an exit. <laughs> Just leaves and drops the mic. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, uh, what a good show. Uh, I was really pumped to get Pat on here. Uh, and I knew, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're the serious angler. And I think Pat kind of brought it out of us there that it's like, we are serious about bass fishing. You know, it consumes our life. But at the same point in time, we like to have fun and that's what bass fishing is about is, is having a good time. Uh, and I think he kind of hit the nail on the head there. And, uh, seriously, huge thank you to Pat for joining in with us tonight. I know I told him an hour is what the show was and we're going on an hour and 40 minutes right now. I think uh, we went three or four hours if we let him. We literally could, but you could have a marathon. Yeah. So. A marathon with Pat Renwick would be insane. It'd be interesting. Be like Pat. Every time we go to commercial, you have to play the the harmonica and an additional new song. It'd be his concert auditions every time we went to break. <laughs> yeah, seriously, thank you to Pat for joining in. We guys, we don't have much of an outro tonight. Uh, coming on Monday Night Live uh, in a few days, it'll be myself, Mr. Drew Gregory. It'll be uh, Mr. Tyler Cole, and also Mr. Nolan Miner, who uh, is taking a. The Bassmaster opens to take it on the kayak circuit. His little brother's been wreaking havoc. Uh, almost won AOI on the Hobie series this year. Uh, the four of us will be diving in into the different kayak circuit schedules for 2022. And uh, we'll be chatting about those, what our plans are for 2022. Uh, congrats to our good buddy, Mr. Drew Gregory, on uh, a newborn. He had a new kid. He had a kid this was, oh gosh, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. The other day. Uh, so huge congrats to Drew. We'll talk about that more on Monday Night Live. But, uh, folks, if you guys are still tuning in, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review. helps us out immensely. Uh, but, seriously, check out the Straight Cast show if you guys have not already. Uh, if you live under a rock, it's definitely a very uh, it's a very entertaining show. Pat does an amazing job and his crew over there. Awesome guests all the time. And uh, there's some really good shows, so check them out. It's in the show description, as we mentioned. And uh, lastly – uh, make sure you guys get on that Hobie eyewear giveaway. A swag pack and two sunglasses we're giving away over on the Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you guys head over there, give that a watch. Uh, or I shouldn't say a watch. You can watch the Santa video. We just put it out on the YouTube channel. But to make sure you guys enter that. And uh, as always, folks, Andy, anything else before we leave the folks tonight? Um, I hope everybody enjoys this Friday with a hot, fresh cup of coffee listening to Pat Renwick, go off. I hope you, everybody enjoyed this. And uh, I'm going to miss Monday night because I'll be at the Bills game. So Bailey is going to be solo with our three kayak guests, which will be awesome. But um, 
I took a night off this Monday. Time for Andy to take a night off. Appreciate it, bud. So, uh, no, but gear deposits in for 2021. Contact me for dates. I'm 2022. Um, June is filled, almost filled up in May. End of end of April is pretty filled, too. So, right now, we're looking to book up May. So, time to get your dates set. Heck, yeah. If you want to go catch some giant smallmouth. Yeah, and like we mentioned before on shows, and for folks, if you guys are still listening to us right now, seriously, thank you. Uh, but uh, if you guys want to get in touch with Andy, you might not know how. Uh, in the show description, the notes below, there is an email and website for Andrew's uh, guide business that you guys can get in touch with him for. And uh, also our social media is under there too, so you can get in touch with any one of us, uh, Adam, Andrew, or I. So yeah. seriously, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you guys on the next one. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all on the next one.